and You're listening to the CXMH Podcast. CXMH is a podcast at the intersection of faith and mental health. You want me to just go? (laughs) That's fine. Hey, welcome back to the show. My name is Robert Vore. I'm one of your hosts, and I am joined as always by my co-host, Dr. Holly Oxhandler. Hey, Holly. Hi, Robert. How are you? I thought, you know what I thought about doing is like going, bye four three counting in kind of like new year's but Mm -hmm. i uh, remembered how immediately embarrassed i was of saying ho 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 at the beginning of the christmas one and i Uh, I oh but it's 2021 it is 2021 we're here i guess happy new year yeah it's a new year It is a new year. Yes. Yeah. So the last episode we released was we released it on December 21st. I think we recorded it on the 17th, -hmm. if uh, my Google calendar is is correct. And we're recording this on January 8th, which means nothing has happened in between uh, in that chunk of time. Just completely, you know, same old, same old every day for the (laughs) man. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Well, how are you? Uh, how are you doing, Holly? Yeah, I'm. I'm doing all right. I yeah. It has certainly. You know, hopefully our listeners are, are able to start picking up on our sarcasm. Um, but <laughs> hopefully, um, just in the fact that it has been a very uh, full and there's just been a lot of things happening over the last few weeks, and it's been interesting. But um, yeah. that said, you know, I'm I'm doing okay and taking a lot of this one day at a time. And we are in 2021. And so it was good to let some things go in 2020 and to start thinking about this upcoming year. And yeah, we're, we're doing okay. What about y'all? How are you and Brooke and Gray doing? We are good. Sometime soon here, we should eventually stop getting mail about the Georgia runoff. Oh my gosh, which would be I great. know. Yeah. Uh, I know I texted you uh, yesterday, which was two full days after it was over. We got seven pieces. So oh uh, it's just been uh, kind of an avalanche of that. And uh, obviously, <sighs> you know, this isn't designed at, at any level to be a, a current events show. And so, uh, you know, we don't try to like brief people on everything that's happening constantly right, right. Uh, but the last year obviously has been more and more kind of that just based on like there are things that we have to talk about in terms of like how we are functioning and yeah and how all of us are are encountering things and so mm-hmm. uh, I don't know it's interesting it's a different stepping into the show feels different a little bit now than it did maybe the the previous seasons when uh, kind of our goal is like, okay, we're making, creating kind of evergreen content, right? Mm-hmm. At any point, if you want to learn about anxiety and you're a faith leader, you can check out this episode or whatever, right? Like, but it, it obviously feels like the last year mm-hmm. has felt very different in terms of how we're approaching at least the intro of the show. Yeah. So that's interesting. Yeah. I mean, and I think, I mean, I think that that's, I, I love that, that uh, you know, our episodes in many ways are evergreen, but that we do have these 
episodes or windows where we really do need to be talking about what's currently happening because it touches on this intersection of faith and mental health in varying ways. And, you know, and I think that that's important and, and, and it's good for us to lean into and model that authenticity and, and transparency in a healthy way that shows that, you know, we're human and navigating this alongside our listeners. And, you know, rather than perhaps, you know, what we've, we've even talked about on the show where, you know, rather than like bypassing or just pretending like, oh no, you know, we're just, you you just, you just can't do that. So yeah, I'm grateful that we've had that ability, that flexibility to kind of navigate current events to some degree. Yeah. Um, woven into this episode or these episodes. So. Yeah. Well, let me ask you, uh, stepping into so here's all the levels obviously right mm-hmm. one we're stepping into a new year that i think a lot of people jokingly or otherwise we're putting a lot of hope in terms of you know we can kind of turn this fresh page right 2020 being what it was incredibly hard for near everybody that i know yeah in a variety of ways right, right? and and not just 2020 but like we've been i think in kind of a, a pretty tumultuous season mm-hmm. for a couple of years now so New Year's thoughts, plus just the um, the events of the past week, which I know has been kind of a roller coaster. You and I uh, talking mm-hmm. in terms of runoff things here in Georgia, just like the impact of of that on like our lives and yeah. and things like that. Kind of just this extended election season, yeah. right? Which like we all kind of wanted to be done, right? Um, but then obviously within the past couple of days here, a violent coup attempt or insurrection or whatever you want to call it, uh, yeah. where like the Capitol building here in the United States was like overrun, right? Like just mm-hmm. all of these, all of these things. I'm curious, just kind of your first fresh thoughts coming into uh, the second <laughs> half of this season are like 2021 <laughs> spring chunk of time. Um, this is a family show. So, you know, we'll, we'll slap that on there or I could, I could edit, you know, if be as real as you need to, but um, <laughs> what, are your, what are your first thoughts? Oh, <laughs> you just gave me like a million things to consider. Through, I mean, which we are all considering right now through this. Right, right yeah. So, I, I you like know. I, to, but that's just, I know. Yeah. Um, oh, man. I'm just going to edit in. I'm going to like cut the audio and edit in just like a long bleep. And pretend <laughs> like that's what you're talking about. No, 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 no. You know, I think what's what's funny is I actually had a my question that I had scribbled down, and I know you got to hear my marker, you know, scribbling this down right before. But what I was what I was writing down before that I was going to ask you was thinking about, you know, what is it that you're carrying into 2021 and what is it that you're leaving in 2020? And I think that kind of weaves into some of what you're asking in terms of, you know, moving into this second part of season five in light of so much going on at once and so many layers to everything that's happening and unfolding and occurring and, you know, still trying to process a lot of what did occur in 2020 and what we have been navigating and waking up to and healing from and processing and just trying to find ways to integrate that is really tricky. So I will say, kind of thinking about moving into, you know, season five and this, or the second half of season five and, you know, this year in general, 
I I know that we've talked on the show before about like not necessarily I don't want to speak on behalf of you and maybe you your thoughts have changed about this, but I know we have talked before about how resolutions aren't always necessarily the best approach or the way the approach that we take to starting a new year. Yeah. yeah. And so for me, um what I do is I pick a word for the year and for me my word for this year for 2021 is heal. And so that mm. is my filter, it's my focal point, it's what I and um, really trying to prioritize as I think about this upcoming year. And that really does trickle into everything I do in terms of my work and my home life and this podcast and our episodes and you know how I'm spending my time, the things I'm choosing to do. And so that – I feel like that – I want to elevate that, that word heal as like the main mm. thing that I am um, bringing into this second half of the season and into this upcoming year, you know, because I I recognize too that, like I said, we've we have been carrying and navigating a lot over the last year, and just within the last few days, it's been, I mean, I know you and I have talked, you know, off off the show and everything, just about what this is all you know, like how we've been processing this and, and the things that have been yeah. surfacing. But this is, I mean, I really, it's really hard to find words to be able to communicate it. Um, yeah. I, I really, I think just continuing to focus on um, healing and not in a way to, I, I want to be sure too, when I'm, especially when I'm talking about like this last week and thinking about what has occurred over the last week in, tor- in terms of this insurrection and 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 what has surfaced um like i i hope it's clear like i'm not talking about like healing as a way to like skip over the pain or the grief right, or right. the recognition of you know each yep. of our roles within um this you know what what is unfolding but but just that it needs to play a part within it all too the healing needs to be playing a part in yep. all of it i don't know if that all makes sense i feel like it's you know it's a t- it's it speaks to the complexity and unresolved trauma that we are like, swimming in right now, I think. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And absolutely. That's what I was – when you said uh, – I don't know if that makes sense. My response was – immediately was like, hey, I, I think it makes exactly as much sense as it needs to in terms of like mm-hmm. there's no way to answer this uh, sequence of things right now in like a neat and tidy like, no. well, here's my bullet point. Like I think particularly coming kind of so fresh off of it, right? Like we're yeah. still in – a lot of kind of the the aftershocks of this past week and trying to figure out like what what do I do where do I go like what how do I feel about any of this even right like mm-hmm. trying to kind of take that time and say like hey how is my body and my brain processing any of this right yeah. so I, I think that's great I mean I think that I always love hearing your word of the year mm-hmm. um, I know how strongly that does work as like a through line for you mm-hmm. and so I love that that word heal and I love that you even highlighted like Hey, I don't mean if you scroll through Twitter right now, you'll see people calling for healing in Mm-mm. what I would say is a more yeah. shallow kind of like, let's right. just move on way. And you even specifically said like, I don't mean that. I mean, maybe how we talk about healing here in the show, being both people of like therapists and stuff, right? Of saying like, no, healing requires digging in and like yeah. looking at kind of the hard parts and like scooping some of that out yes. and saying, what does it take to heal Right. Yeah. As opposed to like, well, let's all just kind of move on. That's what, you know, so 
Yeah. Oh, Thank no. you for sharing and your honesty in that. Yeah, no, absolutely. I appreciate that. And and you're right. Like it's not it's not a surface heal. It's a there's a lot of deep wrestling with with a lot that's that's just through this that yeah. you just yeah, that has to kind of happen from the inside out, I think. And so so I see like for me this year, like that word is just gonna hopefully right now it feels like a little life raft that I am hanging on to. Mm-hmm. Like as long as I can hang on to this word and like this can be my like North Star to guide through this year. Like that is what I'm hoping for. Um so yeah. but what about you? Yeah. I I mean I I mumbo jumbo to the best of my ability processing that, but <laughs> <laughs> but I would love to hear your response as you're thinking about you know, this upcoming second half of season five and, you know, what you're thinking as you're navigating everything from over the break and over the last week. And yeah. Yeah. Um, I, th- I think for me, I wrote down your questions. I always love how you, you, you phrased it better than me in terms of, right? Like, what are you carrying into mm-hmm. 2021? What are you leaving in 2020? Mm-hmm. And I think I had a couple thoughts on on kind of this idea of hope a couple weeks ago, right? And just thinking about hope and and kind of shifting my thoughts on that or the way that I was conceptualizing it from like, oh, well, just things will be better, right? Which is kind of mm. what we tend to think like, oh, just like have hope, right? But kind of shifting it from like things will just be better at some point. So just like wait for that to happen, kind of this external thing to like the, the idea of hope of like things – things can be better and we can play a role in that. And like potentially we have to play a role in that both like Mm -hmm. individually when we say like, you know, when I have, when I sit down with clients, like why do I have hope for them? It's not that things will magically be better. It's that we can do the work of finding better for them if, if that's what we're trying to do. Right. And so in, in in a similar way, when I talk about, or when I think about hope for 2021, you know, again, people, I think we're tossing out like, oh, we just can't wait for like 2020 to be over as if the year itself had something to do with it. And I think most of us recognize, look, we just need kind of a scapegoat here. We're just having some fun. But the idea that 2021 can be better if we make it so, Mm -hmm. right? Like if we do that harder work of like digging in and healing and all, right? Like if we push for things, if we make it better, because I think one of the things about 2020 that is like hard for me ever since I heard it said out loud to like get out of my mind is 2020 isn't a bunch of random things gone wrong. 2020 is Mm -hmm. uh, the, the, the impact of a bunch of things that we haven't dealt with for a long time. Yeah. Yeah. And just that being the reality, like, it's not just like, Oh, 2021, like, oh shucks, this was a weird year. It's like, this is a bunch of things coming to fruition that we have not dealt with. And so in 2021, having some sense of hope of from that perspective, like we can make things better either from like a faith perspective, right? Or from mm-hmm. like a mental health perspective or just like a, a society perspective. And obviously we are we are both speaking from the context of the United States, but trying to hold on to that in terms of hope, mm-hmm. because I think it's been very easy over the past, I don't know, however long, the, the past like chunk of my life to uh, – flip into like cynicism and and that you know especially like doom scrolling right like Mm -hmm. and so trying to say like how do I intentionally put myself in a hopeful state not again in like an ignorance is bliss kind of way but in like a how do I how do I do that right like how do I find and maintain hope in like a a tangible sense yeah um 
which I don't have all the answers for, or even potentially some of the answers for, but I don't know. I think that I think I'm like burnt out on being just like purely cynical about everything mm. because that's obviously like not the perspective that I want to be. And so trying to shift back into like not a naive sense of hope, but like a, a genuine we can do things here sense of hope, you know? Yeah, that's so good. I I mean, I love that because I know hope – Hope is first of all. I I mean I just I love your attention to hope and the way that you unpacked it. And of course, as you mentioned, it's not a way to just you know flippantly be like oh, I just have hope and you know that's. But it's honestly I think that hope is one of the most vulnerable emotions that we can feel because we mm-hmm. really are putting a lot of trust and faith into the outcome, not controlling it or predicting it or anything, but just but hoping for it and knowing that we don't know what it's what it's going to be, but but hope is hope is vulnerable to feel. And so your attention toward it and intention to feel that more this upcoming year, I think is really really good, Robert. Yeah, I really like that you you've elevated that in the midst of this. Again, not to yeah. to bypass or ignore the reality of what's around us, but just trying right. to find ways to like support you and your spirit yeah. through this. So, yeah. Yeah, that's good. I know I really when as my, in all my processing, I don't even think I answered my own question that I was like reframing. But one thing I I will just note though in thinking about carrying into this upcoming year would be also just being a lot more gentle with myself in ways that mm. aren't necessarily my habit, habitual way of of doing things. And so I think that sense of gentleness is something that I'm going to be carrying a lot more into this upcoming year, which ties in with the healing. But um, yeah. yeah, so there's all that. Okay. Well, the actually, this kind of goes along with what I was just saying about being a little bit more I'm gentle with myself this upcoming year. That's the thing that I'm carrying into 2021. I am curious how, you know, especially in response to like the last few weeks and especially this last week and recognizing that the next couple of weeks are, you know, we may be continuing to find things that we're carrying in response to what happened on January 6th. I'm curious, how are you carrying for yourself well these days, Robert? Like what are you doing to really take good care of you um, through these these next couple of weeks? There's – so one thing that is just super practical for me is there's um, there's like a, a group text that I'm in with a couple, a couple of friends and it's one that we kind of like externally process political things over the last little bit but especially obviously over the past couple of days, like literally as things were happening, we were actually already – chatting in that group just about the 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 electoral vote that was happening anyway Mm. and some of us were watching it live when things kind of started happening and so that group is is helpful to me from a like processing out loud but not necessarily on in like public spheres kind Mm -hmm. of way yeah um i think we do uh nowadays we do a lot of public processing like Mm -hmm. very quick processing which isn't necessarily a bad thing i want to make that clear like being public about a lot of things that happen to us, like you and I are both in that that kind mm-hmm. of business, for lack of a better word. Mm-hmm. But I think the immediacy that is tempting to do it with sometimes might not be the healthiest space to, to do it mm-hmm. and to make sure that that space is intentional and like, hey, I've thought through kind of what what's happening and what I'm processing. And so mm-hmm. having a, a separate space to do that in 
and I know for a lot of people you say like, okay, social media is that space. I don't have a couple close friends that believe the same way and, and whatnot. And I, I totally understand that. Um, but for me, that's been really helpful just to be able to like chit chat about things in that way and kind of externally process them in a way that is, is helpful to me. Mm-hmm. But that is obviously a, a safe, trusted environment. That's good. That's really you good. And I do that too. Um, like yeah. texting back and forth about like what is happening, you know. Yes, um, we do. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, I'm I I I'm with you. I think that that's really helpful having those safe spaces regardless of like who, you know, those folks are, the that group or that, you know, that medium of being able to connect with them. I think that just having those safe spaces of folks to to process with folks that you trust, I think is really important. That's good. What's interesting is essentially everything else that I would say, I think we have talked about on the show before, just over the span of 2020, given how deeply traumatic in kind of every sense of the word 2020 has been, it feels less like I kind of need to gear up all of these new, uh, oh no, here's a crisis. I need a bunch of crisis management coping skills because essentially I've been deploying those for like a full year, you know? So I, I- I don't know. It's just interesting. As I was thinking about like, what else do I do? Everything I was thinking about, I thought, I think we've talked about. We have an episode on that. We have an episode on that. And yeah, Yeah. no, I love that. Look at that. That's such a good plug to be like, to tell listeners like, and please feel free to go back to all of our episodes throughout 2020. You will hopefully find a coping skill that may help you through (laughs) that. Um, That's good. I honestly, I think for where I am like right now in this moment, the semester hasn't started yet. And just in light of whatever is unfolding right now, for folks, listeners who follow me on social media, I'm pretty open about the fact that I'm practicing sobriety too. And so having reached that one year point over the break in between us recording these episodes, I would say that that is one thing, one way that I am definitely continuing to do to take good care of me, which is, you know, practicing sobriety, which, you know, I have heard from many folks and realize like, as there's a lot of stressors going on around us, that can be really difficult. And so that is one thing that I'm continuing to do. But aside from that, Honest to God, it's really just getting back to like the core, most basic practices of taking care of myself, like making Mm. sure I'm getting enough water, making sure that I'm getting eight hours of sleep each night, making sure that, you know, at some point I'm, you know, getting up and moving, whether I'm going for a walk or practicing yoga, even for, you know, a small window, doing my centering prayer in the morning for a little bit, like, and, and, and these things that I'm saying, these aren't things that I'm trying to add on. They're, they're things right. that I'm really looking at that I have already kind of built into my day and then letting go of the, the excess things that don't that aren't really serving me well. So just kind of meeting those basic needs of like the water, you know, getting drinking lots of water, not eating for me, not eating a lot of sugar that helps mm. making sure I'm not skipping meals or again getting those 8 hours of sleep each night. Those just those basic things are really helpful for me. So those are the things that that I'm doing to care for me well because I I recognize when I do a lot of those basic things, it trickles into how I'm able to care for my my mental health, my spiritual health, you know, my relationships yeah. with loved ones, et cetera. So, yeah. Yeah. Oh, I love that. 
All right. Well, I do have, you want to hear the silly question? It's not really silly, but it's just a little bit, it's going to shift us a little bit. Is that okay? Yeah, that's great. Okay. All right. So, you know, we last talked right before the holiday and both of us, we have little ones and with little ones come sweet little memories around the holiday season, hopefully. I would love to hear if there are like one or two things thinking back around the Christmas holiday with Gray or not with Gray, but just like tell us something that was fun related to the holiday season for you guys this year. Um, So one that is, it's not it's like partially a specific memory, but partially like a couple of things. Mm-hmm. Um, so Gray obviously is at the, uh, the like he can say lots and lots of words and things like that. So he, uh, for some reason, latched on to the song Jingle Bells. Oh, and learned the word, oh. Kind of, like, learned the words in the way that like a two-year-old learns words. Oh my gosh. And uh, I, I don't know if we've talked about this before on the show, but sometimes he'll like when we put him to sleep or if we like if he wakes up early he'll just like sing in his bed oh my just, gosh like, make all oh these my gosh sometimes he'll sing. and so <laughs> uh one morning it was like two something in the morning and uh, we've like gotten to the point where like if it's not light outside you stay in your room right try to fall back asleep mm-hmm. but it was like the middle of the night and he clearly just like woke up and started rolling around and so brooke and i uh, woke up and it was like a little creepy at first because it's like the middle mm. of the night and it's and then we just mm-hmm. hear through the monitor this little voice trying to sing jingle bells. But once we figured out what oh it was, gosh. it was pretty cute. But so that was, you know, a little midnight serenade of jingle bells <laughs> almost. Amazing. And he really loves the part where you were laughing all the way. And then if he was singing, I would go, ha ha ha. And mm-hmm. he thought it was so funny that then he wouldn't finish the song. Oh my gosh, that's so cute. But, so him trying to uh, sing jingle bells to the best of his ability was quite cute and a little bit creepy at one point and then also pretty funny that's awesome well i mean in the middle of the night like gosh what did you record it were you all able to record it when he was doing that no i mean it was i don't think we just woke up and we're like what's happening and then kind of figured out and then we're like please go back to sleep (laughs) yeah but what about what about y'all i know uh, y'all were gonna have kind of a a quiet christmas as well what uh any like particularly fun or funny memories for y'all yeah, we I mean, yeah, it was it was definitely quiet for us. You know, we had some Zoom calls with family members and we did a lot of like I would say more so than ever, lots of watching Christmas movies and eating dinner in the living room together as a family, like playing games mm-hmm. and just watching Christmas movies, drinking hot chocolate and it just was that was really nice. But as far as like the memories that stand out, we you know, one thing that we do each year is we'll go out and like look for Santa on Christmas Eve night. And, you know, we obviously like we set out the cookies and the milk and the carrots. And it was just a lot of fun getting to do that with the kids again this year. Like, I'm really glad that I was able to capture that. And it felt like a sense of like that felt like a sense of normalcy because that's something we've done each year with them. And then seeing them run around outside and look up at the sky and try to find Santa. And, you know, they're like throwing Rice Krispie treats out into the yard for the reindeer food. <laughs> like that just was, that just felt really good. And that was really nice to be able to um, still do that with them. I know I've talked on the show in the past about how like 
we will take cookies over to all of our neighbors in like the little red wagon. I don't know if you remember that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But but we did get to do that again this year. We like bought the cookies from the grocery store. So like it wasn't like we made them, you know, we just delivered each of the little packages of cookies to our neighbors, but that felt fun too. So yeah, those were some some good sweet little memories from this holiday that we're in the midst of so so much that's going on. I think it's it's just helpful to still you know, kind of remember those little those little good memories that that we've had that were just not that long ago that may be hard to remember because of how flooded our brains are right now. But but I think it's worth it trying to go back and and find those good moments. Well, it's good to point out since I probably edited out the fifteen minutes of trying to remember what happened over Christmas you know? that I, when you asked me and I couldn't remember anything. So yeah, no, I mean it's it's hard, but it's good. Well, I think my last question that I had for you is, and we kind of touched on this a little bit before, but what, as we look to the second half of season five, I mean, obviously this week, we really just wanted to hop on just to do an episode to, you know, kind of bridge from our break over the holidays to the second half of season five and touch on the fact that, you know, we recognize and acknowledge that we're that we're all carrying a lot right now as we move into the beginning of 2021. But I'd love to hear what your hope is for the second half of the season. Hmm, yeah. Thinking about some of the conversations we've already recorded and the ones that we have scheduled and mm-hmm. then just some of the ones that we've been brainstorming. Um, I think I would, I would hope for this season, obviously, uh, to still be uh, tangibly useful. Um, I know this last last year has felt a lot of kind of addressing things as they pop up, mm-hmm. which has been totally fine. I mean, obviously, like we felt like that was needed. Um, I love the tangible kind of like this is immediately useful nature of that, mm-hmm. um, as well as continuing to to have things. I know we mentioned earlier kind of the idea of having some evergreen content, but some things that are useful in uh, and will continue to be useful and not that any of the ones that, that we did I don't believe will mm-hmm. like never be useful again, right. but just that we'll continue to be useful for folks listening and, and obviously by byproduct of that, useful for you and I, although we're not the target, but just having more good conversations, uh, meeting with a, a bunch more cool people that we really mm-hmm. love and are excited about mm-hmm. and sharing things. That's what I know we've talked about this before and I think you've you've referenced it as part of like an Enneagram 2 thing, right? Uh-huh. But like the idea of when I see something cool being like, ooh, I can share like who do I share this with and yeah. and being able to do that to such a a wide group of people obviously we know some of them we don't know a lot of them we keep charting in uh, various countries yes <laughs> but being able to to share and say like we believe this is like good useful information or someone that like is very meaningful to hear from and so we get to yeah. do that and I think every time I kind of step back from uh, this aspect of it and say, oh, I get to do this thing where we share such good content and such Mm -hmm. conversations and like the people that we have on are so awesome. Like scrolling back through the list, um, saying like we get to to share this with other people and to really shape kind of how we share that is just an incredible blessing and honor. and, And I don't know, every time we pause for a bit, I come back to it thinking like, man, what an honor this is to get to do. Mm-hmm. And to get to do it with someone who I I enjoy quite a bit, so mm. yeah, I don't know. I just I'm really looking forward to kind of this chunk here and beyond. That's awesome. 
Not that's that I'm, awesome. you know, locking you into a contract for more years, but you know, we'll just <laughs> no. we'll contract negotiations. Yeah, <laughs> that's awesome. you'll get paid the same zero dollars anyway. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> what about what about you though? Kind of thinking. Obviously, we'll run kind of January to whenever we end up stopping in the summer. This mm-hmm. that always ends up changing, but I don't know. What what's your hope? Kind of stepping into it. Yeah, I, I mean, I think I would. I think I would echo a lot of what you had said in terms of really the opportunity that we have to be able to to talk with a lot of these folks, thinking about who we've already had episodes recorded with and who we've got scheduled. I know I saw some in my email, some invites come in today of, of who we got coming up, mm-hmm. and I'm excited about yeah. that. But yeah, I'm excited for those, just for those opportunities to get to continue to learn to realize like what you had said that a lot of the these conversations that we have um you know in many ways i don't think that them being evergreen or currently relevant sometimes i don't think that they're mutually exclusive i really think that there are right, a lot yeah, of ways yeah. that like as we evolve and think through topics in new ways in light of current events those previous episodes that may have been most relevant to the current event are really they do continue to be evergreen because we have yeah. changed in our understanding of a lot of these issues in light of the current events so i think that you know the ways in which these episodes and conversations can continue to serve others i mean that that is my hope i i you know I hope that our listeners are taking good care of themselves. I'm going to just keep being a broken record about that. But I really do hope they're taking good care of themselves. And I hope that these conversations are giving them some tangible tools and ideas and thought patterns and just ways of being that um, might help them to actually be able to take good care of themselves, um, especially in light of everything that we're carrying I think that would be my biggest hope is that is that these conversations continue to serve our listeners well. And I and I hope our listeners continue to feel, you know, the freedom and openness to, you know, reach out, to, you know, send us an email, to send recommendations. I know you had a great Twitter post where you had asked folks like, hey, you know, tell me who tell us who you want to see on this upcoming season. And and there were a lot of really great ideas that were mentioned in there. So I just yeah. hope yeah. for continued engagement from our listeners too. But I also, I think the last thing I'll say is I just hope our listeners continue to like keep taking this like one day at a time um, and just recognize that, you know, that they are doing the best they can in light of everything and that those around them um, are doing the best they can in light of everything too. So yeah. I just hope for some of that too this upcoming year. I love that. Well, if you want to connect with us, you can find Holly at hollyoxhandler.com or on any social media at hollyoxhandler. You can find me at robert-vore.com or on any social media at robertvore. You can find the show at cxmhpodcast.com or on any social media at cxmhpodcast. Dr. Holly, any uh, closing thoughts today as we embark into uh, 2021? Hmm. They need to be uh, super profound. So profound. I'm like, just take it one day at a time, one moment at a time, y'all. That's all we can do. So that's that's all I can, that's all I have to share at this point. What about you? I uh, was considering busting into uh, the song from Frozen Two about doing the next right thing. 
Oh, that's awesome. I like that. Will you do that? You're welcome to start singing. I'll just fade it in and then we can get sued by Disney. Okay, <laughs> love it. Thanks for listening to the CXMH podcast. Want to score some major brownie points? Leave us five stars and an honest review on iTunes. Follow us on social media at CXMH Podcast and email us with questions, comments, and interview requests at CXMH Podcast at gmail.com.